You're listening to the Jisco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wett, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from RAGBRAI. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. I'm smiling right now. <laughs> We're coming to you live from the Big Grove Brewery in Iowa City. Yes. Um, this is one of two breweries. They have one in Solon, and they have one in uh, Iowa City. If you were on Ragbri this year, you probably stopped here on your way into Iowa City. You couldn't miss it. No. It's, uh, it was right on the route. It's on South Gilbert. This used to be a whole bunch of things, uh, but now it has become this really kind of... Um, Fun Disneyland for adults, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's, we're we're broadcasting, if you will, from the game room of Big Grove, and it's got this just monster sign that says "Drink It Up" with <laughs> that overlooks some shuffleboard tables, some some table tennis uh, games, some foosball. Uh, I'm sure they got bags out back, some fire pits. It is a smorgasbord of fun, is yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. What I like about this place, and, and I live here, um, Iowa City generally caters to that 20-something crowd, you mm-hmm. know, the college students. And this is kind of the first sort of, it's not the only, but uh, first real grown-up place yeah. uh, for that 30 to 40-something crowd. And, and it pays off. I, I think everybody's really excited to be here, which is, is fun. And to top it off, they have really good beer. <laughs> they do have <laughs> They do have good beer. Yeah, I'm I'm a little partial to the arms race, which is, uh, I guess, and I'm not a big pale ale guy, but it's an American pale ale instead of a, an IPA. And it, I, I don't know what it is about it, but it's just fantastic. Yeah. And I had one on um, one of the Ragbri rides we were doing before Ragbri. I don't mm-hmm. even know what we call that little ride, but we had one of those, those arms races. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I can't get it out of my taste buds. So, so uh, yeah, we might have to. This, this is such a cool place. I, I, I know they said it was just absolute chaos the day of Ragbri. When we were in Solon last time, it was absolute chaos at their sure. place. So we, we might have to do another bike ride through those areas at some point in the future. You know, wouldn't this be a great start and stop point, you know, between here and Solon? I mean, wow. God, that it's, sounds brilliant. It's almost like a natural place to do a bike ride for for a future. Might have to think about that one. Let's stay tuned because I think we're going to workshop this idea a little bit more. Yeah. And make some big announcements. Hmm. Right, we're teaching to Is the anyone, test here, aren't we? Anyone, anyone up for an Eastern Iowa bike ride, perhaps? Yeah. I think this would be cool. Yeah, yeah. So, especially with a fun place like this. I mean, if you if you can put this and a bike ride together, right. a good tasting beer and maybe some good food and, and perfect weather, boy, that sounds really good. And a new trail. A new trail? There's going to be a new trail between here and Solon. So. Wow. Yeah, I think there's some opportunity. Life is good. We'll we'll have to develop that a little bit more. There we go. Let's think this yeah. one through. Okay. So what else is on the on the on your mind, Mark? I know we're leaving quickly to San Antonio. I shipped my bike today. Oh, good. How'd you how'd you ship your bike? I feel like that Kmart commercial. <laughs> I shipped my pants. <laughs> um, no, I uh, I use bike flights, and uh, this is the first time that I've done this. Uh, packed up my salsa el mariachi, and uh, got it fit into a box somehow. Did you ship the mariachi because we're going to San Antonio? Oh, I didn't think about that, but that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty good. Well, I think we're, 
we're going to do a ride over in San Antonio called the SATX Social Ride, which is short for San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. And pretty much every Tuesday night in San Antonio, they have three or 400 people that come out and do a, (laughs) oh, it's about a 12-mile ride. Nice. But it is an absolute social ride. Yeah. And you you gather at a bar, go figure, Uh and you go ride 10 or 12 miles, and then you come back to the same bar. Perfect. And they have three or four hundred people there. Perfect. What a what a great concept. Yeah. And consistently, they'll occasionally have themes like last week was Halloween, or they might have you know just whatever mm-hmm. Fourth of July, whatever the the theme might be. But but really looking forward to that Tuesday in San Antonio. So if any of our listeners are from San Antonio, come join us. Yeah. We'll be down there. Mark and I will be down there, and uh, the parrot will be down there. AP. Mm-hmm. Scott Garner. I think mm-hmm. Kathy Murphy. Bur- no, 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 no Murph. Is, I'm sorry. Oh. Murph is mining the home front. M- mining the home front. Okay. Right. So and a couple other of our our friends. I know Randy Darrell is going to be making an appearance. One of our sponsors, April yeah. Cooper from Bikes and, to You, and yeah. Craig Cooper. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have lots of people and Primal Dave. Uh, from Primal, we'll be wow. out there. So we're gonna we're gonna have a load of celebrities out there, sure. if you will. Cheap celebrities, but you know, <laughs> celebrities, if you will. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. And if you didn't hear at the beginning, this is the National Bike Tourism Conference. Yes, um, this is a, a conference where we go to recharge our batteries, learn from other events that are going sure. on. We might steal their ideas from time to time, uh, or maybe just replicate. Yeah, improve, evolve. There's all kinds Lots of, of good ideas out there, yeah. ready to be stolen. And it's not just us uh, from the event world. It's also the tourism destination world. Um, so there's a lot of destination marketing sort of things happening at the same time. Adventure cycling's there. Yeah, it's a really great event and, and a lot of great content. I'm looking forward to it. I think oh. there's some uh, some good folks. I love it. Dana Chandler yeah. uh, from uh, Black Girls Do Bike in uh, Des Moines is coming to also speak. I think that's going to be outstanding. Yep. Yeah, so we, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, and we got a, our buddy Dixon from over in the Quad Cities Bike Club has, has come Dixon uh, a few times. Dixon sure. Novi. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time over there. So awesome. I know before that, or or right around that same time, we do have another draft coming up. Do we not? Right, November fifteenth. Yeah, so Council right afterwards. Bluffs. Okay. All right. I know it was coming up pretty soon. So yeah. Council Bluffs is a location. All right. Um, already, Murph was telling me that this draft has more people registered early uh, for this draft than any other draft that she's done. Wow, very cool. I also know, and this is a big pat on the back to Andrea and, and Kathy, um, uh, people for bikes kind of pulled them aside and wanted to pick their brains when we were in Reno. Cool. Because they're doing draft different and better than any other place in the country. Oh, what do you what do you expect? What do you expect? Uh, I know Kathy. I know Kathy sweats the details on these things, and she works really hard to pull off a, a really great event. I think they have a lot of fun when they're up there, uh, and they uh, they do a good job. So, and Kathy would be AKA Murph, I believe. AKA Murph. Yes. Kathy Murphy. Who who will be back. I know Mark has got the interview this week with, with bike flights. Yeah. But I know Murph is just, I mean, she's just incredible. The stamina of that that, that woman to do as many <laughs> podcasts, she blows us away. Right. I, I think she does more than all of us combined. In addition, I mean, her regular job is fundraising for the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. So she is doing this. Yeah. In addition, uh, we got a great big letter going out uh, uh, November 1st today. Um, Big letter, like a Happy Gilmore size letter, like uh, uh, or just a, a fundraising letter. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So not the size.
size of the letter. No. The, no, the, the quantity of, of letters going out. Yes. Gotcha. All yeah. Right. So we, uh, we started fundraising. The drug. mailbox is only so big, you know, so <laughs> you can't, can't do too big a letter. So, <laughs> you know, I've prepped for this conference by watching uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> because there's no, there's no basement in the Alamo. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> There's not? No, there's no basement. It's just where he thought yeah. his bike was. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. So, ah, so other things going on. I know um, we're about to put out uh, Ragby registration opens November 15th. So mm-hmm. you probably noticed the new logo. We're going right. to put the new jerseys out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And about that time, I think we're going to have some announcements about the ride announcement party. And yes. tickets will be available, I think, right around November 15th, if not before then. And yeah. we'll announce the band, I believe. Yes. So All that happened. Boy, that's a big day. That is a big day. We're going to have to take the rest of the day off. We're November 16th, we're taking off. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Yeah. So, yeah. So, just lots of things on the bike calendar coming up, mm-hmm. which... Sure, it's November. You know, there, it's Turkey Day's just just right around the corner. But we want people when they sit down at Thanksgiving dinner to be talking about Ragpri or right. talking about all the fun things that they're going to do on their bike calendar. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to do a trip to say Wisconsin or, or or Pittsburgh or whatever, you know, when you're together with family, that's the time to plan those those nice you know long weekends or you know bike adventures or, or bike packing or or whatever. So. So don't mind that sound if it's an airplane or or, or it's the University or, of Iowa Air Force going over yeah, the top. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that noise was, but yeah, don't be alarmed. We're still here. Helicopters going over the top. Yeah. All right. So um, I got to I got a call with uh, Sue George this week. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, VP with Bike Flights. Um, so talking about all how to uh, transport your bike to events and destinations and, and things like that. It was a really cool conversation. I kind of felt like I was cramming for a test because I needed to ship my bike today oh. in order to have it there by Monday. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at. Also, we got to remember to tell people to vote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That election. I voted already. I'm good. Oh, good. I am good. I'm in. I'm in. You know, absentee voting is really easy. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even absentee. I walked down. Like, they have the office right mm-hmm. there. You do. You just walk in. It's just like it's, you know, November 6th, except it wasn't November 6th. It was Halloween. Right. I did mine as a lunch date. Jennifer called me up and said, hey, you want to go to lunch and vote? Uh, perfect. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, if you ro- rode your bike there, it'd be the trifecta. Yeah, that would have been even better. Yeah, but it, but you didn't. But that's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. But I didn't. Yeah, but that's okay. So, yeah, so lots going on. You know, obviously, the big election, which, yeah. you know, I mean, we're marginally involved, but there's some bike issues that, mm-hmm. that are going to be determined. So, yeah. no matter what, get out there and vote. No matter who your candidate or whatever your views are or anything like that, you know, we're not going to preach anything like that on this, this mm-hmm. podcast or what we do, but... But, you know, it is your civic duty to get out there and vote. So so please do that. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get on with today's show. Hello, listeners. This is uh, Mark Wyatt from the Just Go Bike podcast. I've got a special treat for you this week because we're going to talk to Sue George. She's with uh, Bike Flights. Um, I happen to be shipping my bike uh, to a conference that's coming up in San Antonio, Texas. And to help me figure this out is is Bike Flights. They've been uh, a great resource for a lot of people uh, who like to take their bike with them. Um, So I'd like to welcome Sue. How are you doing today? I'm great, Mark. Thanks for having me. 
tell me a little bit more about bike flights. What do you, what do you guys do? So we are a bicycle shipping service for cyclists, and we ship bikes, wheels, and gears for cyclists of all different types. Mm-hmm. And all of us who work at bike flights are cyclists, so we understand shipping bikes. And we work with all different kinds of cyclists, everyone from individuals to bike shops to small manufacturers to other industry companies to help people get their bikes wherever they need to go. Cool. Cool. And that's exactly, that's filling that niche that I need. It's, uh, it's difficult to fly with a full-size bike, uh, if not expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. and shipping uh, is a pretty good option. So yeah, rental, you never quite know what you're going to get when you get there. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, bike share can be hit or miss too in some of the cities that I go to. So this Mm -hmm. is a great option. Uh, I'm really glad you guys are around. How, how many bikes per year does bike flights ship? We are closing in on shipping 200,000 bikes per year. Holy cow. You didn't, uh, you guys haven't been around that long. Did you, you didn't start that big, of course, right? Well, of course we started small (laughs) in 2009 and we've been growing ever since. And uh, it's been a great service and we're excited about the growth and look forward to continuing to do so. Cool. Cool. Um, I noticed on your website, you had a video with, with cyclocross champion, uh, Jeremy powers, and he uses mm-hmm. your service. He describes it as easy, reliable. Now he's a big time racer and I'm going to assume he gets the VIP treatment, but will mm-hmm. it work pretty much the same for me as a casual cyclist that likes to travel with a bike? Yeah, we do work with athletes like Jeremy and we have other elite athletes in our brand ambassador program. But I would say a majority of our shipments are for regular people like you and I. We might be traveling for vacation. We might be traveling for a work conference. Or maybe we bought or sold a bike online that we need to ship to Mm. a new owner. Um, So we work with everyone, whether you're a pro or not. And we try to treat each customer like like they're a pro and their bikes like they're a pro as we ship them around. Um, So for types of bikes do you ship, is it anything that I can get into a box? We ship all different kinds of bikes, road bikes, mountain bikes, track bikes, tandem bikes, gravel bikes, BMX bikes, triathlon bikes, time trial bikes. Um, If you can get it apart and pack it, we can ship it. I noticed that on your website that you make it really easy, that I'm going to be taking my mountain bike, so all I have to do is click mountain bike. You've got what the average dimensions and weight are in there, so I don't have to worry about taking it on a scale Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, that seems pretty easy. Is that just like I, just like I'm describing it? Yeah, we try to make it as simple as possible. You just go to our website and you select what you're shipping, where you're shipping it to and from. We've pre-populated some standard case sizes for common bikes, like road bikes and mountain bikes, for example. And we also have all the standard cases, uh, hard and soft in our, in our form right there. So you can just select them from the drop down menu. You don't have to go find a tape measure and measure it yourself. We've, we've already done that work for you. Oh, wow. And then you simply go to the form and select, you know, put all that information in. You'll get rates back instantly. And you'll have lots of options. If you need it in a hurry, you can choose one of our express services, like one, two, or three-day express. Mm-hmm. If you have a little bit more time, you can ship via ground service. Cool. Uh, what about e-bikes? Those are a big thing now. Yeah, e-bikes are really popular. They're definitely growing, and we're seeing more such shipments over time. Uh, we do ship class one type e-bikes. Okay. Uh, so that's anything under 20 mile an hour, 750 watts, 
Um, Correct. Yeah. And cool. it's the pedal assist type e-bike in that category. Okay. We don't ship throttle only type e-bikes. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it looks like you have to declare if there's batteries right when you make your shipment. So that's that's kind of all taken care of and accounted for, correct? Yeah, it's important to make note of that because when you're shipping batteries of different types, there can be different DOT regulations. Mm. So there's ways that we deal with shipping an e-bike, whether it's an e-bike in its entirety or an e-bike without a battery or an e-bike separate from its battery. There's different ways to handle that, and we can step people through that process. We also help um, individuals who are shipping frequently or bike shops who want to be e-bike shippers get the appropriate hazmat certification so that they can pack um, e-bikes and get auto-labeled just like our regular bikes. Got it, got it. Um, Does bike flights work with events? We do, yeah. In this past year, 2018, we worked with over 130 different events of all different types. Some were mountain bike events, some road bike events, (laughs) charity rides, point-to-point tours, all different types. Um, And we work with those events in different capacities depending on kind of the needs of each event and the the folks who are shipping their bikes there and back. So I noticed when you were at Interbike at Reno, you guys had a room set up where you could assemble your bike or reassemble your bike, I guess, and store the store the cases and the boxes right there that that made a lot of sense um yeah we figured that people in the industry who are those who would typically travel to interbike would potentially want to take their bikes with them there's a lot of great riding in the rito tahoe area and we wanted to make them that as easy as possible so you could just ship your bike there use our tools use our stand and our room that we had in order to put your bikes together and get out for rides before or after interbike or come a day early or stay a day late and get a little bit of pedaling in the area and exploring them. Cool. Cool. Now did, uh, did, uh, uh, display bikes come in via your service too, or just bikes ready to ride? So we use the shipping center for individuals who are looking to ship their bikes there and back who are mm-hmm. attending interbike. However, we always have, um, companies and other individuals use our service going to events like Interbike. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure that we shipped some display bikes to the show. They just weren't routed through our individual shipping. I I suppose you wouldn't know until, uh, until they claim and came to claim them, I guess. So yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Cool. Um, It looks like you guys had a charitable program on your website, the Buck Up for Bikes program, and it looks like you made some really huge donations uh, during Interbike to some great organizations. Do you want to tell me about the work you're doing there? Sure. Um, Even when we were small and just getting started, we always prioritized giving back to the sport of cycling and trying to help it grow. And one of the ways that we do that is through our Buck Up for Bikes program, which has beneficiaries like Trips for Kids, NICA, the Amy D Foundation, and Little Bellas. And we support those organizations because we're all about getting more kids and young men and women on bikes and kind of hope that they'll grow and develop a love of cycling like we have and we'll just be more of us that love bikes and want to ride. And at Interbike this year, we were really excited. We gave away the most we've ever been able to do for that program, which was $16,000 in total. We gave $4,000 to each of those organizations. Wow, that's incredible. That's uh, that's great that you've done that since the beginning, too. I mean, that really shows an yeah. impact and how it grows and great organizations that you're working with, too. That's that's uh, a big high five for that. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Um, 
Okay, so you and I are going to meet, uh, well, I assume that you're going to the National Bike Tourism Conference. I guess I don't know that for certain. Uh, but uh, uh, I will be there, yes. I'm going to, um, and I'm going to ship my bike. Uh, this will be the first time that uh, I've used your service. In fact, I just started filling out the form before we started this conversation, and this looks mm-hmm. pretty easy. Um, mm-hmm. How soon ahead should a person start to process these things? Um, well, it never hurts to start. You can't ever start too early, <laughs> I should say. Um, what I'll typically do if I know I have a trip coming up and I want to ship my bike, I'll go to our website and I'll put in where I'm shipping to and from. I'll put in a deliver-by date, which is the date that I want my bike to be there for the event. Mm-hmm. And I'll get an idea right there in terms of if it's going to take two days, four days, you know, depending on where you're shipping to and from, which helps me plan when I need to pack my bike. Um, then, you know, it depends. If you're a frequent shipper, you might already have a box packing supplies and a case and be all set to go, and all you need to do is pack. If you're not, you might need to acquire those things. You want to give yourself enough time to acquire a case, maybe borrow one from a friend or a shop, or you could purchase cases or boxes from us mm-hmm. or other sources online as needed. Um, and then you'll just go ahead and you can book your reservation anytime as far as you'd like in advance. You will get your labels by email or in your account if you create one within a couple minutes of booking once you're within the 10-day window of mm-hmm. your shipment. And at the time that you uh, do the booking, you can set up options to either have your bike picked up at a location of your choosing, like your house or a local shop or maybe a hotel. Likewise, you can have it shipped to or from you know wherever you're going on the other end. Um, I would like to remind people that um, we don't do same-day pickups, so you don't want to wait till the absolute last minute if you would like to have your bike picked up. Sure. But if you do have to wait till the last minute and you just don't get to it, you can always drop your bike off at a local FedEx office and print ship center at the last minute and still make it out that day. Okay, one of the things that's freaking me out uh, on my ship mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to leave on Sunday. And that's not Mm -hmm. a typical FedEx day, right? Um, So they're going to have to pick it up from the hotel Monday. Does that sound the way it kind of usually works? Yeah, that's typically how it works. I ship my bike several times in traveling this year, and I've just arranged for the pickup to happen from the hotel uh, the next next morning, that Monday morning when I'm flying out on Sunday Mm -hmm. to head home from the event. Um, You'll leave it with the front desk desk staff with a note and information, and and they'll come to pick it up there just like they would any other package or shipment. Okay, so we're this is a full service hotel, so they get bell service, and I'm I'm assuming Mm -hmm. they're used to doing this. This is this is probably pretty natural. Suggest to give a call to wherever you're shipping to to give them a heads up, especially on the way out. Mm. It's useful for them to know that they're going to receive a bike next Tuesday and keep an eye out for it and to accept the package. Most of them will do it by default, but I don't want to leave those details unconfirmed. So it's a good idea to just give them a shout and let them know. They may also tell you to indicate putting your name on the label in such a way that they know that you're a guest. Because you put your name with guest in parentheses, for example. So you want to check with them and see if they have any specific instructions for receiving your bike. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now I'm pretty versed on packing my bike and such because we've done this with Ragbri before, but any other tips as far as, as, as having it shipped? I mean, leave the tires inflated, deflated, um, CO2 cartridges, any, any sort of tips in those range to, to make your yeah. uh, shipping successful? I have a couple of tips. Um, I would, If you haven't packed your bike lately or maybe never, I would definitely suggest checking out our website. We have a lot of educational 
how to pack your bike resources, detailed instructions that'll step you through the process and kind of help you figure out what you need ahead of time. Um, you always want to use plenty of padding and follow all those steps to keep your bike safe along the way. Um, another tip that I think a lot of people don't think about or don't know about is we always suggest putting two labels on the outside of your case mm. and one label on the inside of your case. When you print those out, you'll see that it comes with three labels. And that's because if you're ever, um, you know, if, a, if one label were to come off or get damaged in some way, you'd still have that second label on there. Your bike would continue to track on schedule. And if something happened for some reason that both labels got damaged, someone could open the case, find the extra label, and get your bike back on track very quickly. Wow, great tip. Great tip. Uh, what else? Anything else that, that's really pressing? I think one other thing I've, I'd mention, it's useful to know, um, when you ship your bike, we strongly encourage purchasing protection, which oh. is similar to uh, insurance in the event that something would happen. It's not insurance because we're not licensed insurance providers, but that additional protection is there in case something happens. We pride ourselves on very quickly processing claims, turning them around because as fellow cyclists, we understand the need to get you back on your bike as soon as possible. And also, when you ship a bike, if you declare the value of it to be $500 or more, a signature will be required. So hmm. you want to make sure that wherever you're shipping it to, that someone will be available to ship. You said you're shipping to a hotel, but that's, that always works great. Those yeah. are staffed all the time. Sometimes when I'm traveling home from an event, I will actually ship my bike to my local FedEx office and print, and then I can go pick it up at my convenience because I might be traveling to another event or away at work or something when it would be otherwise brought to my house and unable to sign for it. So that can be a little trick that can smooth people's travel logistics. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, how about batteries? Any any trouble with throwing my light batteries and things like that in there, especially with the some of the new lithium stuff? The stuff that's part of your existing accessories is no problem. Okay. Where we run into issues is where you have um, batteries, like for an e-bike, for example. Gotcha. You would need to have certification to pack that in a particular way. Or in some cases, you might ship your battery separately or rent a battery when you got there, depending on, on oh. the details of your shipment. If okay. you've got regular batteries, like in your bike computer or your bike lights, those are not issues. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And CO2 cartridges, same sort of thing? Uh, we recommend taking them out. Technically, for shipping ground, it's not a problem. But if you are shipping express, there's potential for it to go by air. And you would run into all the usual uh, restrictions you would find if you were shipping cargo via an airline as well. Gotcha. So throw the pump in. Don't worry about the CO2s. That makes sense. And and we encourage you to you know take your pump. And then when you get to your local shop on the other end, give them a little business, buy a couple CO2 cartridges. Hey, there you go. And, you know, meet some locals. They might give you some tips on some great rides in the area. Cool, cool. Have you been out to do Ragbri? I know you guys ship bikes to Ragbri. Have you done it yourself? I personally have not yet had the opportunity to do it so far. Mm -hmm. um, we have had a couple of staff members support the event the last few years there. Well, we need to work on getting your schedule out there because it's it's a life-changing <laughs> experience. Um, I've heard it's a really great time. <laughs> one of the things that I think is unusual uh, about Ragbri, and, and so we conclude every one of our interviews with this, is um, uh, pie is a big deal on Ragbri. Uh, uh, people, people eat pie. So we ask every one of our guests, what is your, your favorite type of pie? 
Oh, I have a good answer for that one. Uh-huh. Um, I love every year, the this time of year, to make pumpkin pie from scratch oh. from my great-grandmother's recipe. So she was Pennsylvania Dutch, and it's just absolutely delicious. So I really look forward to making a few of those in the next couple of weeks. Oh, my God, that sounds great. That sounds fantastic. Well, I look forward to seeing you in, in San Antonio. Um, and, and Jessica Bike listeners, uh, thanks for listening to us. Uh, Sue George with Bike Flights, I appreciate your time here today. Thanks for having us, Mark. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Okay, we've come to the end of another edition of the Jessica Bike Podcast. We're here live, well, recording live from Big Grove Brewery in Iowa City. Appreciate you tuning in again this week. We're, we're like in the 90s with, with episodes, so we're, we're, we're coming up to that big Ooh, milestone of 100. Triple digits? 100 will be within eight or nine editions of the Jisco Bike Podcast. Cool. And, and thank, thankfully, we've got some amazing sponsors. And who are those sponsors, Mark? You know, I think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Um, home of big grove brewery yeah um where we're broadcasting from today um a lot of great things going on here uh and and so come to iowa city bring your bike when you do it uh bikes to you one of the best bike shop charters in in or bike rag bright charters and bike shops uh, located in grinnell iowa craig cooper has been biking across the united states south part of the u.s mm-hmm. uh, i talked to his wife today he is uh, back in civilization um, Good. Yeah. So he is. Uh, he is uh, all the way halfway across the U.S. Uh, took the train back to Iowa, and I think they're taking the train back to San Antonio. So a lot of great stuff yeah. with, with bikes to you. And then finally, Primal Wear. Uh, if you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, apparel, now is the time. We're working with their artist right now to try to get our new crew shirt together. I think it's going to be kind of awesome when it's done. But really excited about the next steps there. We have some amazing stuff coming out oh, from man. Primal. And you will see firsthand in January when you come to the Iowa Bike Expo Ooh. and the Red Announcement Party, you're going to see some of the new Ragbright line from Primal. Ooh. And um, so not just the jersey. I mean, the jersey's, you know, great and all right. that. But there's going to be some cool new stuff that's coming down the pike from primal all right you got me interested yeah yeah it's good well, some of it's women's stuff so it might not be too interesting for you um but but that date you know we already mentioned before we might have some other announcements coming up but january 26th we'll also open up registration for pigtails and bacon mm-hmm. there might be another part of maybe a part three who knows man yeah, we're holding our cards pretty close there who, kno- but who yeah, knows there's who knows? something going it's on it's almost like a ragbright training series if you will because <laughs> you really should train for ragbright you should and we should make it easy for you to do that yeah because it's not just about the bike right someone once said that it's, it's not, not just about, about the bike it's, it's not it's, about the bike it's about riding was that a book oh, or something know. like that yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's as much fun off the bike as it is on the bike. That's a Mark Wyatt quote. Yeah. Stopping is just as much fun as going. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's do let's do some more stopping. All right. Thanks again for listening. 
Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out JustGoBike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.